welcome to Foray, a, a small rain. Aqua, aqua, aqua. Welcome to another episode of the best kept secret podcast, aka the podcast about nothing, the show about nothing. I am your host, CZ Ray, for Lauren. I'm not alone as usual. I'm joined by my brethren, Mbilo Might Just and Prince Dways. What's going on, gents? Yeah, bro. I'm chilling. I'm good. Life's, life's, what is it? Life's doing what it needs to. Let's put it that way. Mm. Does a hunter's count as a sweet drink? What? Yes, yes. it does, bro. <laughs> like it genuinely okay, does. Okay, okay. Uh, it's, okay, a like cider. it's a cider. Anyway. It's a cider. <laughs> Shout out, hunters. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, guys. Um, to this nigga to, didn't even to, say how he is. I'm fine. Daisy's in his own world, bruh. Daisy's here to work. He's not here to to do small talk. Man is here to work for him. Tell him, please. Tell him. <laughs> um, guys. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's another week, another episode, which means we get to review another album from South Africa. Um. I am excited about this one purely because last year, I think, we were meant to review one of his projects and we just couldn't get around to it, you know, scheduling and everything, whatever. And so now they're back with a brand new, is it an album? Is it an EP? What are they calling it? I'm not sure. But anyway. Hey, um, EPs are just getting longer and longer now because they say it's an EP, but now it's like eight tracks. So, hey, I don't know, bruh. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. So, guys, today, welcome. We are going to be reviewing Pretty Ugly's new project called MUD. M-U-D. Um, yeah, this comes after his Soil. previous project called Soil. Um, from, I think, last year. I, I want to say it was last year, but I could be wrong. Or 2020? I can't remember. Yeah, hey. Everything is it blurry. Is yours, bro. Um, Hey, but yeah, guys, so we're here finally. Pretty ugly mud. Uh what are you guys' thoughts on this project? What are you, what were your expectations coming into the project and just pretty ugly in, in general? Thoughts? What's going on? What are you saying? Yeah, man. Um with regards to pretty, I think you know, he's been in the game for a while. So I think we can definitely say that over these years, we've kind of seen the growth or, you know, the molding into the artist that he is today. And I won't lie, man, like I really love the sound that he's kind of putting out right now. Um, this project specifically, I, I loved it, man. I think, I don't know, like it's, it had a very mature feel to it. It felt very refined. It felt very calculated in the sense of like you know everything just kind of worked from features and all of that but yeah man like i really really fucks with this this was dope to me um so yeah that's what i can say yeah no i agree with you i think this definitely showed a lot of growth just from where i've seen pretty come from and i also like the fact that you know just as we stated like the previous project was called um soil and now this is mud so it's like almost growing yeah you know it's yeah. almost just you know showing or equating to that growth so that's really dope um but like you say this felt very like articulate it felt very precise um it felt like they really thought about every little piece as best as possible um every move was like clinical on here 
the rapping was really good the content the subject matter like it was really strong um i like that he was brutally honest on a lot of these songs as well i always enjoy that from a rapper um yeah it was really it was a really good album you know i enjoyed this or ep yeah or whatever it is called these days yeah i i i really enjoyed this album man i think you know i didn't pay much attention to the rollout or anything like that i just remember you know people saying i'm pretty ugly is dropping like in two weeks or whatever like, okay cool i guess we'll wait for that you know but i never really thought well, i never paid attention to the rollout as much as i did with his previous um project soil i remember with soil you know he was doing a bunch of singles and some features and once i got to listen to that album like all of those features and verses just sort of made sense you know um i think back to he did a my freestyle friday verse thing and then there's the lord cares feature on lord cares song sunday um oh you're fire, fire yeah and then like i think there's a song called a reminder to you there was the pen and then the spiritual warfare came here just before the album i think i can't remember but ultimately like there was like this this rollout you know that started with all these other random songs and features until we got to the album um i didn't see much of that this time around i may be wrong maybe i just wasn't paying attention i don't know but regardless we're here now and i am very very impressed by this body of work man it's very musical um and all the artistic choices and decisions that they made just worked like you guys just pointed out now everything just sort of worked you know um but yeah let's get into some of the songs man first track was the intro 30 minutes to soweto yeah what yeah. are you saying yeah i think she's obviously just relaying back to that point she just finished off with in terms of like how musical it was and how you know it just felt together one thing i really loved um obviously with this song included is just kind of the narratives and how it felt theatrical so like you know like kind of watching a play to some extent those were some feelings yeah. that i did get while watching um, while listening to this but yeah man with regards to 30 minutes to so i really loved it man i think this was a really really nice intro to kind of contextualize the setting i guess you know because obviously this project throughout kind of speaks of um pretty speaks about home and how he got to the point where he's at so that's kind of where that theatrical element kind of comes in of being able to set um the surroundings and where you kind of are and i kind of love how you know it started with like broad acres to here kempton to soweto and then obviously speaking about all these different characters or people in his life and you know kind of making it feel so real as well for the listener because I felt like I was very immersed in the stories, immersed in the narratives. So for me personally, this was a really, really dope introduction. Hmm. Yeah, I like what you said there about it feeling like a play in a sort. Um, it feels theatrical. Yeah. Because I had also put down here, like, I feel like it's the opening of a movie. Like when you're being introduced to the characters and you're kind of getting a perspective of, who these individuals are and what roles they play in the story because he's very like descriptive of these people like maybe his mom you know the this Lorato he refers to his grand like yeah. also being in there like you just get that sense of okay these are all the characters in his story and this is what it's going to revolve around um 
you know me and my quotes, bro. There's just <laughs> one part I really like, Chad. Because I feel like he really, <laughs> he really gets, you know, like we're just getting through the gate and he's getting so personal and just so real and raw with it. Um, he was like, most of our fathers were the type to beat our mothers. So our mothers wore a face beat just to keep it undercover. And deep beneath the covers, there were heaps of secret lovers. Love we need to d- rediscover just to teach it to each other. Like, yo, mm. bro, I was like, damn, we we, we we getting started with that, mm. bro? That's crazy, bro. That already grabs your attention. So so Thanks. I refer back to the movie. Like, it's kind of like, you know, that you in the first scenes, you got that thing that grips you. Like, oh, shit. You know, and now you get invested into the story. So I feel like he did very well with like placing such strong content at the beginning. You know, yeah. something you just, it's already going to grab you and you're going to be like, oh shit, okay. You know, this guy's getting deep so early. Let me hear more. So mm-hmm. this was a really dope intro for me. Yeah, no, I love this intro, man. Um, but then again, like when I'm really thinking about it, when I look back at all of his intros from previous albums, you know, we look at obviously 30 Minutes to Soweto, you look at Soil, um, Magnum Opus, Reminder 2. These are all like very, very strong openers um, for a lot of his projects. I remember I, when I was still writing for The Plug, I actually reviewed uh, his album, Egypt, Everything Godly Yearns Patience. You know, and I think I mentioned like how the intro was so compelling. And with this one as well, 30 Minutes to Soweto, like you said, Dwayze, it, it really sets the, the scene and the tone of the story that's about to unfold over here. And, you know, just touching on those heavy subjects of abuse and the cycle of it all and things like that. By the time you get to like later on, like on the album, it sort of gives you context as to like why these sort of cultures and behaviors exist within in, in that society and community. You know, um, because you have that backstory now of how these people grew up and the environments they were raised in. Um, so I really, really enjoyed this intro from that perspective. And yeah, man, the the next song was Heaven's Gate. Hey, featuring Bontle and Lord Cares. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> those ooms, dog. Hey. <laughs> I mean, what do you even say, bruh? Like, where do you even start? You know, I just deep one still. Yeah, it's a deep one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Bilo, what, what are you saying? How are you feeling? Yeah, man. Um, the song, firstly, it's a very, very beautiful song, man. Um, the way the way death is kind of touched on and losing loved ones it was a very very i don't know like a yeah it just felt like a very powerful way to do it but yeah man i love the song just because it also felt like a journey man i think as much as you know people were being spoken about and situations were kind of being spoken about as well the music kind of did the exact same thing <clears throat> i feel like mm, mm. you know Bontle's parts were very like heightened um when it came to Kez's part it started very low tone but then there was that part i think after she said dear nana where the music where you kind of lost the music and you started hearing more of these sound effects and it sounded very you know dark in a sense and as you went along like basically my point is just that the music itself kind of took you on a journey as much as the song or like 
the lyricism did and i honestly feel like this was well done man like it was a really really good song yeah i know you you hit the nail on the head there like this was just you know it was just there's not much you can even say it was just beautiful you know it was like to put this on again so early like i just feel like the, the placing was very well of these first few tracks very engaging like you know the subject matter just pulls you in um yeah man like one thing i could say about this song as well i think it just beautifully you know touched on so many elements of losing people you know everyone came with their own sort of energy like kids talk about her grandmother i think on the track um and pretty obviously talking about the lorato character and i think he's homie as well so it was almost a a nice ode to them as well you know just how beautiful the production is the singing the conceptually just a phenomenal track um and there's just the part i want to quote from kez i think it was just really beautifully written um she says men my scars i know you feel my pain love lost and i'm broken see the stars they're spelling out your name broken bones i've never felt this pain wish you could hold me close again like just beautiful writing i think kids floated on here as well bone your beautiful addition to the track um yeah so this was a touching number i enjoyed this one yeah man um I was looking forward to the song. Of course, like, you know, whenever I see like a Lord Cares feature, I'm, I'm going to be there, you know? Um, like, I'm, I was looking forward to the song. I think, like, whenever I see a Lord Cares feature, I'm there, you know? I'm, I'm not okay. I, I'm going to be there. But I didn't know that Bontle could also sing like this, you know? Um, yeah, I yeah. didn't know she could I, sing at all, to be honest with I. you, you know? Um, so this came as like a very, very beautiful surprise. You know and i think her addition to the song was amazing um i can't imagine the song without her like there was just a certain emotion that she was able to yeah you know bring on to the song um of For course sure. you know pretty did his thing very heartfelt verse over there um mm. but yeah of course you know lord cares i don't know like the way she entered the song like just smooth you know felt like an angel just appearing you know in the clouds just like you know um and you know it's like i i think i don't know if you guys remember but she did uh speak about her nana before i think it was on the song lord's prayer if i'm not mistaken from her other yeah i think so. ep from two years ago but you know this was like very very in depth this one this one was like you know she went in this one like i mean Though I walk through the valley of the living and the lost, I imagine that she had gone off to greener pastures. Like, just the way she was able to, you know, deliver those lines. And just hearing the, um, I imagine you've gone off to greenest pastures. It kind of reminded me of Yeba's song called Evergreen that she had made um, after her mom passed away. Uh, but yeah, I mean, look here's, you know paper cuts and broken bones could not compare i need you here like the way she was the way she switched to like a more rapping kind of delivery um halfway into her verse that was really really good you know um and 
I don't know, that line, paper cuts and broken bones, it sort of gave me like the image of writing in a journal and then getting like a paper cut, you know? Um, when you're trying to get these thoughts out in, in, in a journal, you get a paper cut, but that pain in that moment is not greater than like the pain caused by this void or absence that this person has left, you know? Um, and yeah, man, it just, it felt effortless, but I know that great art is, you know, it, it takes a lot of effort to make it seem effortless, you know? Um, elegance is like, it's the result of struggle, so to speak. And so, yeah, man, it's just, it's weird, man. Whenever I, whenever I listen to like Kez's music, I'm just always visited by like this overwhelming sense of empathy to your stories. Um, but yeah, this was a great song, man. I think I could go on forever about this verse, but I'll save that for another time. Uh, dope verse, dope song, all three of them, shout out. The next song was Groovy Baby. I think this is when like, there was sort of like a tonal shift in the project. Um, featuring Marcus Harvey. How are you guys feeling? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, there's a reason. Nah, nah, nah. Carry on. Uh, nah, I would lie. For me, I think the tonal shift was appreciated, but also I think after that song as well, maybe another filler would have probably helped but yeah man i think this was cool um i think the the change in subject matter to be a bit more light-hearted was really nice considering how the start was so you know like it hit heavy on the emotions man i think this is a cool song i like how marcus floated on this and yeah man obviously from like a subject matter perspective there's really not not much that i can say but i do think this was a vibe it was actually a pretty cool song mm yeah no this was this was nice um dope production i think you know there's sometimes for me where marcus just gets it right and then there's sometimes i don't know if my ears are not hearing properly bro but um <laughs> I, th <laughs> I think i think he did really well with his contributions to this project um you know just vocally as well he always finds those unique pockets in the beat he just yeah, like you say he just floats man he just has his way of attacking the beat um there was a young quote that i liked by um by pretty uh, yeah groovy baby he says some days are sunny and some might snow some days you're on fire at times she's ice cold that's how life goes sometimes there's slight blows some bitches love dogs some niggas wife hoes <laughs> yeah i don't remember listening to that podcast <laughs> um, yo <laughs> i feel hey, like that was pretty bad the wordplay bro dog, yeah. but that was a Crazy. personal attack somewhere surely, surely, surely. <laughs> it just sounded a bit too personal <laughs> just, hey bro that was deep bro some bitches love dogs some niggas wife hoes i like that shit hey life quotes yeah man groovy baby was groovy you know like it was just it was a vibe man i think pretty does a good job in sort of getting us into the groove of the song but i feel like by the end of it the song feels like a marcus harvey song that just happens to feature pretty ugly but i feel like all I marcus's that, songs feel like that they all, yeah, like when he features just, it feels like his song featuring the person when he gets it right he takes over bro yeah 
and this was one of those ones where he just took over man he just kept on going i'm like yo this nigga is just going off right now you know and it just kept on getting better and better and better and so i really like that um that we got that moment really cool song man you know um next song was win featuring zuchi and blackie um Somnyama. yeah guys i expected a lot from this lineup i'm not gonna lie i don't know <laughs> i would lie bro. yeah i was just like yo yo this is about to be i was thinking this is a bagger bro. <laughs> that's what i could say i was thinking that this is, is a bagger it is you know um but yeah how, how you guys feeling about this song man when featuring zuchi and blackie no nah, man i think the song is a banger dog i like i like how it's i don't know pretty start like it wasn't just straight out the gate that what the way that he said whatever that bar is at the start it just sounded very smooth man like this was a really nice hip-hop and it didn't feel out of place i think even just in kind of like the way the project has been delivered at this point um with regards to the features i would lie man like i i still expected better from blackie dog i don't know i didn't like it was cool Zuchi, on the other hand, I think killed it, man. That was very fire. Um, but yeah, I, this was a really nice song. I fucks with it. I just genuinely feel like Blackie could have done more for me, bro. Like, mm. I just didn't... It didn't hit the way that I expected it to. But then you see, as soon as Zuchi came on, there was a bit of a shift. And I was like, okay, shit, you know what I mean? But yeah, dope song nonetheless. Banger as well. You see, just going off your point about Blackie on here... Um, honestly, I think for production, like production-wise, I think it was a strange choice to put Blackie on that type of beat. Honestly, yeah. I just don't think it's necessarily what I would picture Blackie on. Oh, I still but think I don't think he did too badly, bro. Though. I don't know. I feel yeah, like I think, his vocals could have been delivered a bit differently. Yeah, I think. I think for me personally, I think he did. He did quite well compared to a lot of the other verses because like i always say sometimes with blackie i just feel like he's in the studio just cutting verses verse after verse after verse so he's not necessarily spending too much time to try and get the best verse he's just working you know so sometimes i feel like it loses that you know that punch but um i i feel like this is one of his better verses honestly um yeah but I, i like honestly from all three I did expect better just when i looked at the lineup when i saw pretty blackie and zuchi i expected a monster of a record now this is good but it's not what i would rate at the top you know um i think for me zuchi's part elevated the song a lot more honestly i think when the beat switched and you know he came with his energy it just there was a shift in energy of the song i think previously the, the production was just too laid back for the type of heavy hitters that were on the track. We needed something, you know, a bit more heavier with a bit more knock. But this was a bit too, it was a bit too easy for me. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it was cool, but I think this could have been better. Any quotes there, Des? <laughs> uh, not for this one. I'll save it for the other one. <laughs> I'll be here till tomorrow, you know. Dog. Me and Zuchi Kauk. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking about as I'm listening to you guys well. speak about this. Because oh, with, 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 uh, <laughs> me and hey. um, shout out nasty. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I hear you guys' points, and and I, and I kind of agree with both of them in the sense of I expected like 
a mega, you know, a mega hit over here. However, yeah. I also agree with you, Dwayne, in the sense of, despite like you know what the production was, whatever it is, like I still sort of enjoyed Blackie's verse and what he had to say. I think he sort of he what he was speaking about was very relevant to what the song was about, and yeah, more than anything, it sounded like he was having fun um, with his delivery on on this. So it kept it colorful, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, of course, Pretty Ugly did a great job as well, you know. But I think the man who steals the show here, Zulu, you know, like at the end, he just he just went off. For I sure. think I was like, okay, yeah, this is Zulu. Okay, like, yeah, this is nice. You know, this is nice. But then that that switch up, it just elevated the song, you know. Um, Crazy. And I like the fact that when the beat switched, he also switched up his flow, you know. Um, so I really like that. I think with Pretty Ugly, you know, I was thinking about this uh, this afternoon when I listened to the song. I'm thinking like, for the most part, I'm so used to like this humble persona of Pretty Ugly that sometimes when I hear him in this braggadocious pocket, it almost it's almost That's hard to believe. It's almost like, yeah, like bro, like you, you know, I don't <laughs> That's know. That's not you, dog. <laughs> but like you know but of course like it is him because you know no one is just one thing you get me but yeah, like nah, I feel you. yeah i don't know if i'm making sense though it's just like mm. now nah, I, I hear what you say it just feels it's like natural when this is not the like character we, or like we, a blackie we speak like this yeah but for pretty i'm like pretty is supposed to hit us with that knowledge <laughs> knowledge <laughs> <laughs> not flexing duck <laughs> yeah but i mean a great song nonetheless i think i i enjoyed it you know i think the more I listen to it, the better it sounds. So yeah, shout out. Win, win, win. Um, next song, 1632. Uh, yeah, an ode to Tembisa. How are you guys feeling about 1632? Yeah, man, I think 1632 from a, like a, a narrative perspective and just kind of, you know, highlighting the reality you know i think it was really good i love the song the storytelling here i think it just i i felt like we said obviously playing on the whole you know theatrical experience i think this was just another let's say part of it where just another story was being told obviously within the same confines but like yeah man i really like 1632 like this was a really nice one for me yeah 1632 definitely a dope track like you said the storytelling the narrative of the track um for some reason the production reminds me of um like 50 cent bro mm -hmm. back in 03 <laughs> i don't know it just gives me those vibes um yeah so there's a little part i want to quote on here because it goes back to the the thing we're saying about him you know sort of growing and i think here he kind of reflects on that growth um where he says by landslide, storms turned my soul into mud. Mm. Boiling the spud turned my oil into blood. My cousin went to jail just for foiling his drugs, poisoning his guts, now spilling, spoiling the love. But love, thugs be avoiding the hugs, trying to fill the void, and they judged. Like, you know, I just think even the lyricism in itself, it just shows the growth, just how he's able to align things. Because like I was saying before we started the part, like sometimes I just felt like, Pretty was 
being too deep that I couldn't even understand what he was talking about. Like, yeah. you know, he was just rhyming other galaxies and, yo, I don't know where, where he was, bro. But now I feel like he's clear cut, you know, giving us straight to the to the cracks, you know, what he's talking about and, and what's on his mind. And it's, you know, it's easy, easily palatable. So mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed this track. Um, I think it was one of the stronger ones lyrically as well. Um, yeah, dope, dope joint. Yeah, this, you know, the first verse, I'm like, ah, oh, man, is just having fun, you know, lyrical exercise, we're having fun. But I think as the song went on, like, he touched on some very serious um, topics, which you just quoted some of those those elements nowadays. Um, yeah. yeah, man, you know, 1632, that's a very, very famous um, zip code, Tembisa. And this really felt like an, almost like a, an audio documentation of life in Tembisa. Um, and I think this was the song that had the, the audio clip of Mzegezeg and Ja Rule, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was just a throwback. And that just, was funny, bro. Was that like, was hilarious. Oh, shit. Back in the day, I remember that, you know? Um, that was a funny interview, man. I've never heard that clip before. I won't even laugh. Yo, guys, go watch the YouTube interview was, or the, the, so the YouTube video. Just go watch it. It's, it's the funniest thing ever, <laughs> no, bro. No, I've got to watch that. Yeah. Zege Zege versus Ja Rule. It's the funniest thing ever, bro. Um, <laughs> but yeah. What was Ja Rule This was... <laughs> Yeah, dude, when you was here in SA, hey. bro. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next song was The Neighborhood featuring Marcus Harvey and the one and only Maglera, Doughboy. You see that transition there? Yeah. I just picked that up, like, from, <laughs> from him talking about being hood and you now. from my hood yeah. from 6032 to now my neighborhood oh come on yeah. come on guys the transitioning yep shout out yeah how you guys feeling about the neighborhood yeah <clears throat> firstly yeah that just the way that it kind of transitioned from that clip into that was really dope i love the neighborhood man i think this was another one where marcus hit the nail on the head in terms of his delivery I think McGlara as well. Yo, McGlara killed it, dog. I think for me, though. Yo, dog, <laughs> what, 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 like. This guy went crazy. Bro, like, I think what, no, like, what parts that I just stuck. I love how, you know, how it was kind of to the point from the start and the way that um, Pretty delivered his bars. So, read the first part where it's like, there is, there's not enough good role models in my neighborhood. My neighbors were at neighbor goods when Zotzis took my neighbor's goods. Shane often good in the Fish. hood. It left my neighbor shook. My mother went next door to make sure that my neighbor's good. It's just good. that flow. the wordplay. Yeah, even in the next Shh. one, it's like as far reading goes, the Holy Bible been her latest book, and Africa's success will be the payment for the pain she took. Mm. All the plates she cooked mm. now for her, I gotta pay a cook. You can spend years counting weeks and the days it took. Jesus. So like, yeah, man. Bars, nigga. And obviously, like, just kind of how that part about his mother also connects with the introduction mm. um you know because now we kind of get the story and we you know we know certain things so i just love how that also came together but yeah man the neighborhood is a fire track man i love it yeah i know the neighborhood i think was my favorite track on here uh for me this was just heavy i think below you pointed out everything i had so I just want to quote a bit of McLaren's verse because yes, this sir. nigga went off. 
this man went crazy bro um this man says leagues within these shadows nigga slave for goods flagrant hoods remorse because we survived so we might stay for good the status quote paupers and peasants i call it status oh. po mm. but it's a so we was never monkeys we descend from moors ascend and soar find me in the ether if you seek the source por favor por favor the scene of gods we seek for more no de- hey, come on guys this guy's going crazy no decorum death over designer dying for decor so couture i don't even know some of this shit but this just the way it's coming off his tongue is crazy bro it's crazy it just sounds so good um i think his flow is immaculate on you i think he's stuck to the subject matter so well i think this is one of mclaren's top verses yep. like mclaren's verses this year this, this year has been crazy his verses this year bro yeah like if we just think never right like his verse has just been off the wall bro so i think he just did really well on here shout out mclaren nothing more i can say pretty killed it too but hey mclaren bro hey yeah um i think you know when i when i when i think about it now it it, it almost feels like when people show up for pretty ugly they recognize and respect the the quality that he brings and the standard that he upholds and so you find that all of these features are performing at the very best at the highest level you know um you know bontley lord cares um marcus is just having fun on this album he's just killing marcus killed it on this project (laughs) you know he killed Um, it everybody showed up zoo like you know everyone is just showing up and of course maglera this is one of like the best feature verses this year like this is insane what maglera did over here um and you know i like it it's just three hood niggas you know um of course marcus you know alex (laughs) and all these things like just Oh, but hey, it's for real bro hi this it's is really like from the neighborhood that's what it is yeah bro. give me and so and marcus marcus was on here too ne? he was on here yeah, too yeah yeah i think he produced this as well if i'm not mistaken jeez hey. now this is a really really that's good crazy. song man really really good song um shout out maglera dope verse the mm-hmm. next song was Bozozo, featuring lady mm-hmm. doo um yeah, guys, how are you feeling about Botsotso? Yeah, man, Botsotso, I mean, obviously, Botsotso, last song, switch up in terms of vibes and all of that. But apart from that, I think it was really cool, man. It was, you know, back to the, the piano vibes in a sense. And I think it was, a, it was a nice closer because it wasn't just surface level still. Like, there was still a few things that we could grab from this track. And yeah, man, I genuinely think it was a good roundup to a really, really, really good project. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that one. Yeah, for me, Bots also, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Jay's about to think. <laughs> bro, you already know. Bro, let me let me speak my peace. Let me speak my truth, as the women say out there. Um, Doug. I just don't understand like here's one thing i'll say i understand like narrative wise i understand why the song is here because i know pretty like just from my you know observation of him i know he's into like cars and he's into like drifting and ghost riding and all those type of things so this song kind of plays to his character 
but then within the project it kind of just doesn't fit to me like it just it's the one song i just felt like nah dog this one nah bro we could have dropped this as you know a, a lead up to this album it just didn't sit well for me in this project it was not a terrible song but it just was not on the level of the other tracks you know that came before it so mm. yeah damn i just felt like a bonus really yeah no i hear you i hear you um i think for me what i appreciated about this song um within the context of this project is that throughout this entire project up until this final song pretty ugly is detailing different um dynamics and cultures and, and you know things about the hood um yeah and not just timbisa there are certain things that he speaks on that are universal you know to every hood and i think even just like i know you know we were laughing about the mzegezeg and jarul thing but even just that mm. conversation that they had ultimately it was them saying like you know we can go to any hood and you'll find that we go through the same struggles the for same. the most part exactly right yeah. um and so with this song botsotso of course like it's mainly about you know it's easy to just just say like yeah it's about cars whatever whatever however i also fully about cars but i'm just I've, saying of course, like, i get that I get the, um but what i'm yeah. saying is that within the context of the story over here cars play a very important part of hood culture um very very big part you know um where they talking 325 exactly. i like spinning like and crescidas exactly. just like car models you, you know kushesh all of those th- yeah you get me and so i feel like this was a song that sort of represented another aspect of hood culture um yeah for sure and so i think within the context of the story for me that's how it sort of made sense um and i also like the fact yes, that it's... you know it, the production sort of gave it that bounce which you know was very reminiscent to the type of sound we associate with Guaito. And of course, as we know, Guaito was really big in like the 90s and what not when you know this sort of culture was like booming, you know? That was the hood hip hop. You get me. And so the, these are all the elements that make this song um special in a sense within the context of of the album, you know, um a special in, addition or inclusion to the album yeah um, it's for those different elements um the subject matter and the yeah yeah appeal to I think, the story yeah i think you know it's it's always important to sort of try to touch on a variety of subjects when you're talking about the hood just so everyone feels sort of represented in a way as well you know um that's true yeah that's true. i think i just think the song could have been better yeah that's, that's really so, yeah exactly that's what i'm saying like within the context of like the the narrative of the thing it totally makes sense but i think then of course you know when you talk about the song and the quality whatever then that's yeah i guess yeah different story. um yeah but yeah man this was this was a, a really really dope album i think um closing remarks guys what are your favorite songs actually on yeah i didn't ask you Um so for me my favorite song Heaven is Heaven's Gate Groovy Baby and the Neighborhood I'd say are my three 
Yeah. Uh, me, it's Heaven's Gate. Um, it's the neighborhood. It's yeah. I'll just say those two are my favorite. Definitely my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Heaven's Gate is my favorite song on this album. It is one of my favorite songs I've heard this year. I I've said it once. I'll say it again. Lock is the greatest now and in the future. Till um, forever. <laughs> like this. Till the end of time, bro. <laughs> making great art is enormously hard inspiration doesn't come easily and even when it does come it's very difficult to put into words you have to put a lot of effort into your work of art you know to make it appear exactly. effortless and to capture it in reality yes compared to how it is in your mind and that's true we a lot of people a lot of time people always say lord cares is um, effortless it's effortless but simple is never simple elegance is the result of struggle we train our eyes and ears to look and listen, you know, um, at the world in order to see or hear things fully. But seeing and hearing things fully often implies empathizing with our surroundings. And empathy has always been the gateway into feeling the pain and suffering of others. And mm. that is why earlier I said, whenever I step into Lord Kiz's musical world, I am always overwhelmed with empathy. So I really, really appreciate this song and this verse. Um, Be like, can you hear this man's dropping poems for kids yet? Bro, like, shout it's out just to too Pretty much. Ugly. <laughs> this was a dope project. Shout out Pretty Ugly. Shout out everyone involved. McLeary dropped a crazy verse. Marcus had a lot of fun in this thing, man. Um, and I can't wait uh, to see what's next. I know McLeary's album is out as well, so we're going to jump on that. So stay tuned, guys. McLeary album review coming soon. And yeah, man. My name has been CZ Ray. Lauren, this has been the best kept secret podcast, aka the podcast about nothing. I was not alone, I was joined by my brethren, Mbilo Might Just and Prince Dways. Until next time, stay shining, peace and love. Yes, sir.